right, here we are. We're here. We're here. We're here. It is. Uh, it's about four thirty. It's is it Tuesday? It's Tuesday, May sixteenth. Yes. I don't even know what's going on anymore. Bo Robert Rude is in the hizzy, and uh, we we unfortunately have to uh, we have to discuss the the news du jour of of Dylan Raiola. We said I think when we last talked, Dylan Raiola was making out with Georgia in the corner of the bar. And now Dylan has officially Our gotten worst it. nightmare game true. <laughs> Dylan it wasn't the just... Uber showed up for for Dylan Rola and Georgia, and they they it they wasn't left the bar. Just a harmless oh. kiss. It was it was the not real good. Deal. Well, can I start with this? Schick Schick shared this with me. <laughs> this is from somebody named Texas Husker on a on uh Husker online message boards about the Dylan Rola situation yeah. and him going to Georgia. This is this is great. So what Husker. Texas Husker said, he said, we are the fat kid with acne and glasses that got to hang out with the head cheerleader because her dad knew our dad. (laughs) Granted, we are hitting the gym, getting contacts and using Clearasil, but she's going to go to the prom with the all-star quarterback. Maybe our makeover will be further along by the time her cute little sister finishes developing. Oh, God. God, that's good. That's a good one. Is that not... Kind of did uh, Texas Husker kind of nail it today? It feels like that. It feels like it. he kind of nailed it. Um, I guess I'll start with this. I really did, as stupid as it sounds now in hindsight, two to three months ago, I sincerely 100% thought Nebraska was going to get Dylan Raiola. Mm-hmm. Dad played at Nebraska. Kept, Matt Rule kept Donovan Raiola on staff, which yeah. made no sense to keep him on staff. It just didn't. Dylan Raiola took a grand total of six visits to Nebraska over the course of his time yeah. of being recruited. Six. Yeah. Did you take six visits to Nebraska and you I lived? Down sh- I don't know if I took one. I just showed up every weekend. Yeah. I was the. I was the That's guy. True. Just, you were. You I were, got my free yeah. meal every Saturday morning. Right. Got to stay on the sidelines. That's true. Free tickets. I took the free tickets. That's true. That's true. Excluding Bo Rude, Dylan Raiola. Lifetime visits, number one all time, Bo Rude, number two, Dylan Raiola. So he took six total visits, but something clearly shifted in his recruitment like about a month and a half ago where everybody that follows this started predicting Georgia. It was cooling off on Nebraska. So what's what's difficult is I feel like I've been I've been bracing myself for this. Like I have expected him to yeah. go to Georgia and not Nebraska, but Two to three months ago, this would have been a surprise. Are you where are you? Did that did how I just describe it kind of sum up how you feel? I think the, the surprise. I I thought before like the Matt Rule hire, like sort of like December, early January. I felt like it was more. I was like on the like. I think he's he's coming. Yes. I think I felt more like that hiring his uncle back. Yeah. I thought to me, I thought like they're having real conversations, like maybe things nobody else knows, but like they kind of have an inkling like he's coming. Right. Um, but I do understand if that wasn't the case and then Georgia goes and wins another national title. And, you know, I, I think that's kind of what we're going to have to talk about is like the reality of like these programs that are putting people in the NFL, like, they are tough to compete with. Yeah, when you are not one of them. That's so th- I, I think if we're gonna go in hindsight, I mean, I, I was still thinking there was a good chance, but uh, 
I'm not shocked after we I mean we were talking about the making out in the bar. I mean, yeah. But that's been the last like month or two of like it seems like it's really not a sure thing. Well, I mean, think about it from his perspective. Like, I totally get it. As much as I wished he would have come here and, and all those things, and the story would have been just incredible. I get it. Like, this guy, Dylan Royal is sitting there. He's got Georgia, back-to-back national championships. He's got USC, who's got Lincoln Riley, that is known as the quarterback whisperer, and they, he just his Caleb Williams just won the Heisman, and yeah. they just hired Cliff Kingsbury to be like a, the quarterback consultant, yeah. right? So like, and then there's Nebraska, who's got M- Matt Rule, and y- you don't really know what that situation is, and I think it's one of those things where it's. I can imagine Dylan sitting around the kitchen table with his dad, Dominic, and like even talking to Donovan a little bit. And like it all, I'm sure he liked the idea of coming to Nebraska. Yeah. I'm sure it sounded nice, sounded great. I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna go to Lincoln, I'm gonna I'm gonna restore the the program back to where its rightful place, being a top ten program, all that stuff. But it, it's one of those things where it's it's it sounds nice, but it's hard to roll the dice when you're staring at Georgia and Nebraska's this unproven situation yeah. where even if you believe in rule, like it's an, un- you don't know what this is. I think the part it's like, the, there's always an, a, an element of the team. That's the, the, like the winning team of the last right. year or two. It's like, they just have an aura to them where, that like we're all drawn to, right? Like, like you you could go out in the business world. Like, this is the company that is like, like, oh, Apple's the number one company in the world or something. Like, what happens? Everybody kind of goes, but if I if Apple offered me, I would leave. Like, I wouldn't leave any job for. But if Apple, you know, or right. you name it, right? It's it's kind of the same thing. Like, I do think genuinely he was probably leaning towards Nebraska if it weren't for like Georgia being like the national champion with all the pieces that can say like we can give more of a guarantee that like if you're good and you come here you go number 1 or you yes. go you go pro like they have pro linemen pro receivers pro running backs at every spot basically uh that you get to play with so it's a little bit more of a clear vision of like if you believe in yourself like you just kind of plug and play. This equals now you're in the NFL. Yeah, so like you yeah. kind of see the, the formula maybe more. Right. I mean, because I don't think it's a thing where it's like, you know, because people, I'm sure the other Husker fans are like, man, if Dylan Rowe really believed in himself, he would be confident enough that he could go anywhere and he'd be fine. It's like, yeah, I mean, I also think there's just a reality to the game of football that Dylan Rowe is thinking about. Like, he, he's got a chance to be like a first round pick and. This path going to Georgia just is a better path to it, get there. It's almost like if you think about it, like in, in terms of investing, like it's almost like a riskier investment to go to Nebraska. Oh. Where like the investment is safer at Georgia. Like you're making a safe investment, and the return is like if you, the, what you're looking for is like going to the NFL. Like it's kind of safer there. Yes, it, the, uh, it absolutely. The upside is. at Nebraska maybe is like you get this sort of like like you're almost like achieve a, a level of belovedness and uh 
like notoriety for like turning a program around and like the the sentiment like sentimental part of it is like it's a family thing which it would be for yeah him. like that is very special but you're almost risking more coming to Nebraska versus like if you're the quarterback I going totally to Georgia agree. so like it's a risk it's almost like I would look at it as like okay I can see the risk and he's saying I want less risk almost I I can't even though we're both. We're diehards. We're, yeah, like I can't. If he could, if he was sitting here and said, "Guys, can you really argue with this decision?" I'd be like, "I can't." Not rationally. I, I, irrationally. Irrationally. I like I can irrationally I, say, "But don't you love us? Don't you love us?" Yeah. Here? And he on, goes, man, "Yeah, I do." You, he might be like, right. "Yeah, I do." But you know, it's like it's nil world. It's business decisions. He's making a business decision, and I kind of I get it. I, right. I I don't even criticize it. I just wish he would have been a little bit more. Less rational or a little less rational. And, and, and I really think, you know, I don't think this was a thing that he was like, I, I really think he was going on these visits. He was genuinely yeah. curious to see what this was going to be like. And I, I think he was seriously considering Nebraska in no doubt. It just no doubt. Do you know why? Because um, he understands what Nebraska is about. Like he, like he watched his dad. Uh, well, he didn't watch his dad, but like, no, but he's, he, he knows, knows about, he knows yeah. the history, which is like usually half the battle with Nebraska is like understanding that like this was best of the best yeah. at one point. This was Georgia and Alabama. Yes. We were that for, so like, for like 40 years, for 40 years with that. So it doesn't mean that we can't be so like, it's different. It's like, well, you know, uh, Oregon state, like, yeah, th- I have some family ties. It's like, you don't consider it because yes. there's never that ceiling. Right. So. I think he understands the ceiling if things go well, but it is more of a risk. It's more totally. of a stretch to be like, what has to go right? I totally agree. Where it's plug and succeed at Georgia potentially. How big of a blow is this? Like, I don't want to, like, I I mean, it's hard because you don't want to go overboard. I mean, the guy's never completed a pass in a Division One college football game. It's not like yeah. every single five-star quarterback has panned out to be the greatest player of all time, but... He was very talented. There's a lot of people that think he's one of the best, if not the best, like quarterback prospects in a really, really long time. I mean, how big of a blow? How do you kind of sort that out? In it's your head? not the end of the world, right? So it, it's a it's a psychological blow to the people that love that we had a number one quarterback for the first time ever considering us. Um, but like reality is like you know, one, it's like he's one guy. He's a quarterback, which yeah, is important. Yeah. But he's also he's got to pan out. Like he's still like got to be a good college player, right? There's a lot of these guys that are like that are projected and they it never happens, right? So um I think what what would have helped, right, is you, you get the number one recruit, you build this hype around recruiting others. So Matt Rule has more work cut out for him to pull in like a, a, a great recruiting class. But like there's not a bunch of recruits that were like committing already because they think that like nobody's committed because they're waiting on Dylan Roy. It was like, there might be a couple of like, Hey, receiver or a tackle that maybe would like consider us more. But like in the end, it's like, you still got to go out and get your guys. Yeah. I, I do think that there was just the path did get potentially more challenging for rule. Like you, you land the number one recruit in the country. Yeah. Like you talk about momentum and you know, it, it could have been a game changing kind of a recruit to get. And because as much as Nebraska needs better results on the field, it needs a perception shift. Yeah. And you know, 
to go back to, to you know, like we could have walked into the prom with Kelly Kapowski and your Screech Powers. Like at this yeah. point, Nebraska <laughs> Screech Powers, you know, like and so in in that way, it it is it could have been it's weird. It's like it's not a death blow, meaning like, oh, now Nebraska's screwed. Nebraska's certainly not screwed, but this could have been yeah. something really special because I do think sometimes now as we've learned, it takes more than than one person. But like Nebraska needs some individual player to change it, to change the course here. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking back, like maybe the last 20 years. I mean, I, like something that pops in my head is like, like Callahan's second year, it was like Marlon Lucky was like was a big time recruit. Yeah. He was a five star. Dominican Sue. Like I remember when when we landed those two. I I mean, I just remember being like. We're recruiting. Like yeah. it felt like we there was it was like a signal, like Nebraska is going big almost, right? right? So, you know, like and it doesn't mean Marlon was gonna be a guaranteed pro. Like he was a guy who was a good college guy. He was a he was a solid player, but like you, you never know, right? Like I think he was rated maybe higher than Sue, but Sue was like a program changing yes. player. So like Sue was the program changer. Um so like yeah, you you want to 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 start getting those kind of guys that can, that you know, give you a chance to change it, but like, that doesn't mean that like it's a guarantee either. No. So, but uh, like, I do, I do think it's a signal to other recruits. Like when you start hey, landing big boys, especially when it's it a quarterback too. Yeah. It makes quarterback. A I mean, it's, yeah. it's huge. So, uh, and you know, you never know. Like in this world of the transfer portal, I remember talking to one coach about this, a basketball coach. Maybe this is more of a thing in basketball, but you never know that. That he was saying some he goes, as crazy as this sounds, Nick, sometimes finishing second in the recruiting battle is not the worst thing in the world because eventually, as we've seen, they guys answer. get disgruntled yeah. and they leave and they often go to whoever finished second or third. Yeah. Like there's a world where Raiola goes to Georgia and maybe yeah, I mean, there's gonna be other big time players there. Maybe yeah. he doesn't get on the field and he and there's a world where he transfers and comes to Nebraska. Like this is this is the part that is, that's such a great. I'm so glad you said that because that is the absolute truth of, to this day and age is is the patience to sit and wait for a kid like Royola. I think he's got a year. I think he has a year. He'll sit out, and if he feels like he can play, right? And there's another player that's as good or better that he's either going to take his spot and be there a couple years. I think he's out the door. Yeah, I, I do too. And so that's where it's like it, it is. It's it's not the end of the world that we didn't get him. What matters is like, are we number two? And we have a good chance, I think, because of his uncle and because of our history with you know with his father. And you know, Matt Rule obviously is, is taking a, a a strong emphasis on him. So I think that's like if there's a upside, it's like if he transfers. If he transfers, I think Nebraska. We're up what there. makes a lot of sense, especially because if you're transferring, yeah. you want to go to a place that you feel like you're. It's like what Casey Thompson did. Like he left Texas, he was only going to go to a place where he was going to get a guaranteed starting spot. So he went yeah. to Nebraska, and and he leaves Nebraska because all of a sudden it's not a guaranteed spot. He ends up at FAU for his old coach Tom Herman because yep. he knows he's going to start. If Dylan Raiola enters the portal, he knows Nebraska is going to be there for him. Yeah. So I mean, just you know, before you. You know, you don't want to I mean, – the smartest thing Matt Rule can do, and you know he will because he understands he, he's genuine like this, like you 
you be the most like, hey, Dylan, man, I, I want I, you, I want the best for you, man. I can't you wait. Got a place here. I, yeah. yeah, I can't wait to when I'm watching the college football playoff and you're out there and you're killing it. I, I just can't wait to watch it. I want to wish you the best of luck. Yeah, and blah blah, you know, all that shit. And then you never know. Yeah, you never know. I will say this: I talked about this on a, on, on a pod last week. Here's how I was envisioning the Nebraska's quarterback situation for the next four years. I thought it was going to be Casey Thompson next year. And then I thought it was going to be Dylan Raiola for the next three years after that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, in a span of a couple of weeks, it is Jeff Sims for the next two years, and then who, who knows? So I really liked that first picture. I was like, damn, Casey Thompson for a year to hold it down, then here comes Dylan Raiola, and it's three years of Dylan Raiola. Let's let's go. Yeah. And now, not to I mean, who knows how Jeff Sims will be, but this quarterback picture went from like, you know, I wanted to hang it over my fireplace. You'd be like, that's uh, Nebraska's quarterback <laughs> situation for the next four years right there. And now I'm like, I don't know. I mean, Matt, I think they had in the paper, like Matt Rule was talking about like, you know, Smothers. But I, I don't know if he mentioned Smothers, but like, the potential for like Smothers to come, I think they need another guy. Yeah, and so maybe they'll take somebody else in the portal, but then it gets sticky with Sims, who yes. like feels like he's anointed now. And I mean, it'd be kind of hard to bring in a real competitive. You're, well, transfer, and you'd right? almost be bringing in a guy that like you'd have to explain to them like, hey, you're going to come in and be the backup. And then Heine's probably like, well, what the hell, yeah, you know? Go. So it's it's the quarterback recruiting's delicate like it's, that. It is. It's a tough one and. Yeah, our our quarterback situation went from really good to very uncertain. I I will say quickly. this, and may, maybe this is a window into like me thinking it was definitely going to be like he was going to come to Nebraska. Maybe I overdid the whole move from rule to keep Donovan Raiola on staff. Like I felt like that move. I just I'll be curious. Now, what the future holds? This just in. <laughs> no, I mean honestly, like if you're if you're Donovan Raiola, like you show up at work probably like you're like Ugh. no. I, I, I'm gonna believe rule when it's like he's got a certain system that they're like it's the same blocking like style and system that I think rule is used to. I think that may have been like just it probably right, helped. It really helped uh, that 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 Raiola was like was familiar with that and he you know had pro pro connections and obviously his nephews and his nephews the number one player so, in the country. So those things all play like I don't think it was like it's your nephew and that's it. Like I, I just would I, love I to think kn- that's probably not fair. I would love to know what those conversations were like. Do you think Donovan walked in to Rules office, shut the door, sat down and Rules like so. Let's just cut to the chase. What's your relationship like with Dylan? And w- how big of a deal would it be if you were still to be here? Would would that how would you answer that question in terms of – I mean, because I think Rule's sitting there, and I get it, like, from his perspective, if you're Rule, it's probably worth keeping Donovan Raiola if it increases your chances of landing the number one quarterback recruit in the country. Yeah. But now all of a sudden, like – I mean, because let's be honest, that, that decision didn't make a lot of sense to keep – Raiola based on he's got a thin resume and what happened a year I think ago. based on like if his name isn't Raiola right like the whole staff's probably going probably yes I I don't like I think what's not fair is to say that like like 
Donovan's not a good coach, right? Yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. I just like I don't know. Like, but like, I think there's no doubt that the the nephew oh is a part I, of if, the decision. If it, it's yes, just that's just like we can. Be, I don't mean it to be mean. It doesn't disrespect no Donovan, but it is a part of it. It's like Giannis and Akupo's brother. Let's let's be real honest, big boy. Yeah. The only reason you're on this team is because you're Giannis's brother. Mm-hmm. Like. If you weren't Giannis's brother, you probably wouldn't be on the team. Yeah, Let's. Like, I mean, I don't th- I, like. What's it worth to be Giannis's brother? An NBA roster spot. <laughs> that's what it's worth. That's the value of being Giannis's yeah, brother. Like, that's so, the value of being born to be in the same family as Giannis. Yes, I, I, I think it's okay <laughs> to say like. I feel like you can say this like Donovan Rola might be a good offensive line coach and has built up. He was a great play. He was a player. It was O line Wisconsin was with the Bears. All this mm-hmm. stuff like he could end up being a great player. But the if if we're looking at the percentages of why he is still the offensive line coach at Nebraska, I think north of fifty percent is because Dylan <laughs> Riola is his nephew. I I don't know the percentage. I will say you can't say it didn't matter. But like I, I never want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm not trying to crap on. I never want to say on. it's all that or it's ha- like because I think like you say hey, their conversations. I don't think their conversations probably went like that. I think that's usually too touchy because yeah, it's like I, yeah, as and a coach, in those yeah, turn, like I would think Rule would probably kind of dance around it actually. Well, I but in his head go like, okay, this guy's checking the box to me as being a good coach, so I don't have a line coach that's like my guy. So normally they would still go, ah, I want a fresh start. And then his nephew's number one core. Like he just had to check the boxes of like, okay, I don't have a guy. I same system and he seems to be fairly good. And you know, like I think he got in a, there and was check like check the box and Donovan, go, grab a marker, go to that board. Where's the guard? Yeah, you if you the, know your can stuff. you circle where the left <laughs> tackle is? Ooh, you know your stuff. Welcome aboard. That's uh, <laughs> you like blocking. That's a good answer. That's your welcome aboard. You're the Nebraska offensive line coach. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't. It doesn't. I'm not meaning. It doesn't have to be mean. But like, it's just the no, truth. No, it's like, the truth. I, I, but like, we. I think we have to think through. Like, okay, what do those conversations actually sound? Yeah, like? Yeah, I don't think it was in so much I terms. Like, rule, let's see. You. The only reason you're here is because you're. No, nephew. I think rules ac- actually trying to, as much as he might in his head be going. Nephews, you know, yes. he's going to dance around it well, uh, to a degree. I think one of the reasons he's been so outwardly positive about the offensive line is because of like he's he's trying to subconsciously justify that decision mm-hmm. because it. I mean, again, it made no sense on the surface. But uh, by the way, I was I was thinking about this of the of the major starters. Last Nebraska quarterback you legitimately trusted. Uh, so do you got to go back to like Gans and Gans, Zach Taylor? Gans and Zach Taylor, obviously. Um, Have you trusted anybody Tommy, since? Tommy had that one year where there was a little bit of trust maybe. But uh, the one, you're talking about year two of Riley? What was that, 27, 2016? 16, yeah. Yeah. Tommy had moments, but I don't know if I ever was Trust. like, all right, here it is, 21, 21, here mm. comes Tom. I mean, even though he, like, had a couple, like, Oregon, he had a big drive to to win the game. Yeah. Uh, Michigan State at home to beat Connor Cook and those guys. Like, he he led 
the team. Like he came through a he couple was a of competitor. times. Like to me, he was a competitor. But yeah, trust is a tough word. Yeah, trust, like trust is like you're like you're rubbing your hands like they shouldn't have given us two minutes. Yes, big mistake, right? So I think Adrian trust fourth quarter. I never felt like I never felt like the trust was there. We'd no. seen that happen for five for, for yeah, four I mean, straight years, right? Um, Taylor Martinez, who, by the way, you sent a, sent a clip over of him going 90 at UCLA. And I was like, God, that guy is fast. I forget how fast he is. He was, outside of Trey Palmer, he's, or Amir, when Amir was really cooking. I think Taylor's faster than Amir. Oh, I do too. Amir's quicker. I think Taylor, Taylor could just, Taylor chat. and Trey Palmer are the two fastest Nebraska football players I, I mean, who in your lifetime? So, so Trey Palmer's faster than Taylor Martinez, but on the field, for some reason, Taylor Taylor is just like like some people could out forty him, uh, maybe in like a time setting. But on the field, he was a missile. It was un like people when he don't went understand zero to t- touch to I mean, it was just like wow. <laughs> I mean, because he's a quarterback too. Yeah, something about that. The I mean, you remember the the seventy five yard scramble in the Big Ten championship game against Wisconsin. Like, I mean, he had some runs that were like one of the most entertaining players. But did oh. I trust that guy? Oh man, no, I didn't no. fully trust that guy. No, he, but man, he, he had that like a very unique personality for a quarterback. Because you know, normally a quarterback is like, this is the guy. He's the he's got the machismo. He's got the like. He's got the command. He's got the like. And Taylor was like, he had that he, he California, like a California. He had that like California like, surf I like, guy. I like, I like throwing uh, quick outs. And <laughs> you know. I, you know, like, it was way more of that. It was like a very like. So I think that number one made you go like, ooh, I don't I know. Think if I never would have heard Taylor Martinez speak, I would have trusted him more. But the second he starts talking, like you're like, Ugh. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it's very <laughs> different than normally. The quarterback is the guy that like yeah. has command over. His language and his delivery of right. how he talks and like and, and Taylor was like kind of had that like you're like yeah, oh what's I, like, I like playing against road games like, like, against, like oh my god <laughs> yeah that's the quarterback. but 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 that's but man that was that guy fair, he could I remember because this was in you and I still were like shutting down the bars on O Street I when he, in his prime I used to just like we I would just be sprinting around like he made me want to be a <laughs> What is it? Run what, is Jack Nicholson, and what movie was like? You make me want to be a better man. That's, uh, it's called. Oh God, as good as it gets. It's good. Taylor made me want to be a faster man. You make me want to be a Taylor, faster. Make man. me want to be a faster man. Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Okay, I mean, now Taylor Martinez. I will say this. This is the sign of like really fast guys. I think he had. I'm trying to think. I go one, two, three, probably four, five, like eighty yard touchdown runs, <laughs> which is a lot for a quarterback. He had like five eighty yard like yeah. missile missile launches. <laughs> it's like it's a lot of really long touchdown runs. Pound for like this sounds crazy. I don't know if I've ever seen a faster quarterback. I mean, maybe Michael Vick. Mike Vick is Mike faster. Mike Vick's faster. But, like, who's – I'm serious. Yeah, like, Mike, so Mike Vick is faster and looked faster 
Like the thing is, Martinez looks fast. I mean, it was like Robert Griffin like might beat him in a track sprint. But I'm talking, but he yeah, like looks in a, faster in a game. Here's a seam. You got to hit it, get to the sideline, and go 80. He's on a short list of quarterbacks that I've ever seen that are. But you're right. Like a good way because he had no moves. These were just missile launches. Yeah, he would just like, like hit. He would hit the seam like. It would be zone read, and he'd... Pew! <laughs> it was unbelievable to watch that guy play. But yeah, I sent you... Because I saw that clip pop up where he went 93 yards against UCLA. We were in the end zone. He was running at us. And, and we I mean, like, I was just fast. like... Ch- channeled by Jack Nicholson. Was like, he makes me want to be a faster man. You know? But You did run home a lot from the bars. Sometimes you'd just be... Like, I did. He, he made me want to be like, I want to just be a sprinter. But you were always just having such a good time. <laughs> Couple of cocktails, a couple of couple of red. See, that's what happens with. I still, I wish nothing will guarantee a good time more than Red Bull vodkas. Right, like you get with your friends, put on some music, and have three Red Bull vodkas, and try to have a bad time. It's because it's 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 impossible. Alcohol and energy. It's alcohol and energy combined into one thing where you're just like. It just and the taste somehow, like they taste good. Maybe not anymore. I don't know. Back then they tasted great. Oh man! But now Now I'd have one. I'd be like, uh, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna make (laughs) me want to (laughs) die. You make me want to die. I'm talking to a glass of Red Bull vodka. You make me want to (laughs) die. Okay, we gotta wrap it up. Uh, so I, I brought that up as I got a curiosity of like, you know, tr- trusting a quarterback. It's, we got trust it's, issues. It's Joe Gans, I think. Is probably it's Joey G are. and Zach Taylor. Yeah. And then so before that, that, you got to go back to like e- our, our guy. EC had some speed. But EC was just like, he'd break motherfuckers off. EC is the the great. Uh, this is where it's. Tough. Me and you are full of hyperbole. We're like, greatest build to Bill Bradsky. Bill Bradsky. Taylor Martinez. <laughs> I once watched him run a 2 5 40. Let me just tell you something. When he played Kansas State on Thursday night, I swear to God, he had 700 yards. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember where we were when we watched that game? We were in a bar in Gretna, Husker Boom. Bar in Gretna. Good night. I remember driving home and I called my brother on the way home and I quote, I said, Nebraska got the best quarterback in the country for the next four years. Oh my God. He was a freshman too. That's right. He was a freshman that year. Did you realize the next week, I think the next week was the South Dakota state game. He got benched. He was so bad. That the was, 2010 season, oh. there needs to be a 30 for 30 on the 2010 season. That was unbelievable. Think about that. Think about, cause I remember like, I remember people texting me from my work that weren't Nebraska fans. They're like, right. they they watched that Thursday night game. They're like, Nebraska is on. Like, Nebraska had arrived on on Thursday one week, and Saturday the next week it was like, no, they have not. Like it was they, a they media, had to it was grind like, to beat South Dakota yeah, State. We were up and down. Remember because we remember they went to beat Jake Locker yeah. at Washington, and Taylor had a couple of missile runs in that yeah. game, and they shut down Jake Locker. Taylor's the fastest guy in the world. You got Rex and Roy as running back. Yeah. Like that team was like, damn. Yeah. But and then Missouri came to town with Blaine Gabbert and Nebraska beat them. Halu had three hundred in that game. That season was fucking amazing. It was kind of great. Oh, it was a great season. But 
<sighs> he's Taylor Martinez, fast quarterback. Outside yeah. of Mike Vick. Yeah, great. I, I, great. I don't I'm unbelievably fast. Yeah, we might have to build Braski some I was talking about option quarter. Oh, I crowd don't give me don't get me going. Board. Okay, we gotta go. Uh this was uh, so Dillariola, Georgia. On to the it next on one. to the next one. He was making out with Georgia in the corner. It was probably naive to think that that makeout he'll session was going to He'll come back. He'll be back. He'll come back. You always come back. He'll be back. A Heard at Sports Network production. <laughs> <laughs>